0: this week on tea with queen and jay are you using progressive language while doing regressive shit one of our faves addresses sexual assault allegations in a questionable way on a questionable platform and we question all that shit and more it's tea with queen and jay people drink up of jay. Tea with of jay. Tea tea with
1: recording another day of Beyonce's capitalism
0: <laughs> I just had that little picture that emoji like that's like standing in hell it's like fiery flames that's
1: what Beyonce's <laughs> capitalism like you just know you shouldn't be in it you know you shouldn't be there <laughs> but it feels you feel it. So it's
0: warm saving your money for concerts <laughs> buying merch
1: that's over Instagram
0: <laughs> yeah. absorbing mm. her like Promotional content. Watching
1: her on Netflix over
0: and over 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 so she can get money and
1: you're still poor. Ah, That's the hell sound. (laughs) (laughs) That sounds like Christian hell.
0: Yes, yes, Christian hell. What is Muslim hell? I don't know. It's probably just silent. (laughs) (laughs) It's just nothing. Nothing. Just nothingness. (laughs) Peeking into different rooms. Nothing. Nobody's there. No one. It's alone. So many different types of hell. Yeah. Welcome, Welcome to Tea with Queen and Jay. We are two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea, dismantling white supremacist patriarchal
1: capitalism, one episode at a time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And this, and this is Tea, tea with, with Queen and Jay. And right? I don't know. I know we did this last week. For some okay. reason, it seems
0: like a really long time ago to me. What, last week? Recording?
1: Yeah, I don't know why.
0: Um, okay. Okay. <laughs> for some reason did you miss me like
1: what it was no I've seen, I've seen you like mad times we have seen each other but mad um, times. i don't know i feel like i haven't recorded
0: okay no. well it's only been a little over well no it's been a week to
1: the people yeah yeah okay to, to, the, people. to the people this is a spotty episode it is this is a spotty episode our spotty episodes um no segments just me and jay freestyling talking to the people the That's people right.
0: the people, <laughs> the people. And if you'd like to follow the conversation being had on this podcast, you can use the hashtag t with q j on Twitter and Instagram and all the social means um so that, our listeners, other listeners, know what you're talking about when you want to talk about what's happening. So we can keep track of the conversation. So we can like your tweets and share them and all that good stuff. You can also use the hashtag #podin. It's a now listening hashtag, so that other people can know that you are listening to Tea with Queen and J podcast and learn about Tea with Queen and J podcast and get fucking excited yes. about Tea with Queen and J. Tea with podcast. Queen and J
1: conversion therapy. Yes. oh <laughs>
0: Silence. I don't know. I feel like there might be music in your hell. Really? There might be. Something you don't like. Maybe it's... Uh, <laughs> Not this Christian shit. Not Christian hell. <laughs> oh, no. I thought that was
1: earth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. Jay, you want to Yo. tell the listeners what libations are?
0: Yes. Libations are when we pour out libations and we pour one out for the people places and things that are giving us black ass black joy they Mm -hmm. are our shout outs they are our dap they are our like libations who do you want to pour libations for this week
1: um i want to pour libations for diamond of marshall play i feel like she gets libations like every other week (laughs) She's so dope. But anyway. Oh yeah. She uh, does. Yeah, she does. She deserves. Uh, she does. Yeah. She fucking does. Yeah. So I want to pour that um libations to Diamond. She was actually my first guest on the premiere of the mix of Mix Vixen mix, the podcast. Um it was a really good conversation. Like, I recorded that months ago, mm-hmm. so I forgot what mm-hmm. we talked about. And then I was listening to it over the weekend. I was like, oh, shit, here go Diamond. <laughs> being Diamond with her dope-ass Diamond self. So nice. um, thank you for being the first person I interviewed. Thank you for making it, like, something so, like, easy and comfortable. Um, I think that's why I picked her first because mm-hmm. I knew that it would just be, like, right. natural and not, like, interview Mm -hmm. you know whatever Mm -hmm. but yeah thanks for that thanks for being on the first episode of the Miss Vixen podcast it was dope
0: congrats yo that's dope what can you tell the people like for those of us who are new listeners Mm -hmm. I mean I'm not a part of us but anyway what is Miss Vixen podcast
1: so Miss Vixen podcast is basically like the order the audio extension of Miss Vixen so I'm just having conversations with black fans about the things that They've created, the systems they've created, the things that they do to bring them black joy because we live in all this fuck shit. So I just kind of wanted to have some conversations with folks and just see what they're doing to navigate this shit and kind of just talk about those things Mm -hmm. rather than talking about the way in which we react to fucking white supremacist patriarchal capitalism um so it's kind of the space to celebrate and talk about that shit that's fucking dope and yeah it's cool i've had a lot of great conversations it's it's been fun that's dope
0: well we'll we'll leave the link to the first episode in the show notes yo i'm fucking excited
1: jay yo what are you lie baiting this week (laughs) i'm lie baiting Black people. And black-ass Black Joy News. And
0: black-ass Black Joy News. I'm (laughs) libating black people, and I am pouring um, libations for this guy on Twitter called um, at CraigNoFriday, and that's Friday with two Ys. Uh, And the hashtag, it's above me. So... (laughs) Craig No Friday was minding his business at his job. Mm-hmm. He looks to be like a concierge or a desk associate at a hotel. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure where the hotel was or what the hotel yeah. is. Yeah, we
1: don't know what state or yeah the um, brand. But a
0: white woman called in before she arrived, prior to her arrival and check into the hotel. She called in, and at some point during the conversation, she called.
1: Craig on Friday. Craig on
0: Friday, a quote, "fucking nigger" over the phone mm-hmm. with the hard r
1: mm-hmm. and all of
0: that shit. I mean, she's white, so if she said it with the a, it would not matter, it's still fucking racist. So
1: They don't know the a. Like um, we put a's on words. Sister, nigga. <laughs> they don't do that. That is Well, a, they, B. Do a, they
0: do they do I imagine that's how the Kardashians talk amongst themselves.
1: Yeah. The white girls would try to do that sister mm-hmm. girl talk and mm-hmm. I'd be like, mm-hmm.
0: "Yeah. That yes Jules does that.
1: I know. If you can't say nigga, mm-hmm. you can't do any of the I's. That's the rule.
0: Oh, I support it. Mm-hmm. I support it. Well, she says nigga, so, I mean. Yeah, I know, yeah. There's mm-hmm. that. The and you can't say sis. Okay. We can go. Okay. Oh, Moving along. Mm-hmm. So, when this white woman arrived to check into the hotel... She was denied entry. She was denied. She wasn't allowed to check in. Not today. No, not today. Not at all. Not in courtroom 504. Absolutely. And Craig, um, due to his brilliance, knew to record the exchange that was happening so Mm -hmm. that we could all delight in him rejecting this white woman who had been racist to him just, you know, a little while earlier. And I thank him for recording it. Yeah. I thank him for gracefully rejecting and denying her check-in. So yeah, so we we, he, we can hear her on the recording saying, well, i said, I was, sorry. I, said is, I was sorry this is very uncomfortable for me I'm and here for i'm here funeral. for a funeral and he's like i'm sorry well it's uncomfortable it was uncomfortable for mm-hmm. me when you called me a fucking nigger and it's above me now it's above me <laughs> yes she kept begging to be checked in her granddaughter or somebody was there like well everyone else is staying in this hotel she's sorry we need Staying to stay in the hotel in for a funeral for the funeral. Yeah. And he's like, "I well, there's a best western across the street. <laughs> it's above me. It's above me." And the whole time that she's begging to to get into her hotel room, he's saying it's above me. And it's perfect. And I appreciate we deal with so much shit as black people on a daily basis. Mm-hmm. I always appreciate when, we um, share it with one another, like the humor yeah. of it and like turn it into something that we can laugh at and enjoy together. Mm-hmm. Because even though we all laughed at it as a community of black Twitter niggas, like he's not going to forget that some white woman had the audacity to call mm-hmm. him a fucking nigger. nigger. Also, there are jobs when that that happens. That happened to me at one of my, when I was working in retail mm-hmm. and this woman called me a black son of a bitch. And I told that to somebody, like some some higher up in the store, and he's like, "Oh, another black person," and he's like, "Oh, we can't just like kick people out the store." Oh my god! Willy nilly, I'm like, I she had a manager kick me. someone out the
1: store. It was a glorious day. Good. we liked her. They Good. ended up transferring her eventually. Of course, this black Puerto Rican woman. Of course, of course. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um. Yeah, so it was nice that his place of employment supported his decision not to let her check in and um, that he still has his job. Mm -hmm. So libations to him, naturally, because he became like... That Twitter that tweet went viral yeah. in a very brief period of time. Naturally, somebody dug up his old tweets of him being transphobic yeah. and all of that stuff. So he has since
1: apologized. I haven't followed after the whole thing. I looked on his Twitter after, like, kind of laughing at people pointing out his transphobia. Mm, okay. Then he made a Facebook press release. <laughs> yes, <laughs> he put it on his own. Yes, I Twitter. swear to, I yeah. saw the
0: press release. I'm not celebrating his entire life. But this moment, this, moment, yeah. this moment of him telling this white woman it's above me, I felt that in my the inner pits of my soul. And I thought of every white woman who's ever wronged me. And I loved uh, her being inconvenienced. I live for a white woman being inconvenienced, yo. I live for it. I love it. Fucking love it, yo! I will inconvenience a white woman <laughs> and
1: your woman. little dog too. <laughs> and your little
0: dog too, yo! I will inconvenience a white woman who's done nothing to me because I know for just for another black person because I know, I know that her or her tears have either inconvenienced or got another black person murdered. So,
1: of course they have. It's whatever. Of course they have. They're on the phone. How do you even like? No, site. no, if he's
0: black, it's on sight for y'all, and you're like fucking. It's on Nick. Site. It's on site because we know how each other sounds. I know. But humans, saying, people try and yeah. pretend that there's no like tonal like indications of who we are or where exactly. we come from or who we grew up around. But mm-hmm. she knew she was talking to a black man and she knew that her racial epithet uh was the one to use because i know she's got a bag just a bag of fucking racist yeah, of remarks to make and she was like because, oh, this and is, that's this and you know because
1: man. his daughter her daughter whoever came wasn't no even one like, was wasn't even like why did you say that? Yep. like nothing it was just yep. like come on man mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and i fucking hope because they're like oh the rest of the family is supposed to st- is staying here and we don't want to stay together or whatever like i fucking hope that somebody told the rest of her fucking family, like, let them all know why you're not still. That don't yeah, matter, right. they know who she is. You're they right. was like,
1: they still don't like being called Nicky. Like, That's oh, Karen. Dang.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like
1: they like know the they rest family. of us know
0: not to say it out loud. They but know, you know, you yeah, know Karen.
1: Yeah. They know they family.
0: Oh man. I wonder who or what white woman I'm gonna inconvenience this week. I'm gonna mm. have to go outside to do this.
1: Birdman hand rub. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes so hashtag is oh and libations to black people on twitter who are using and enjoying that hashtag yo i like it's when we play me. together for good and not evil mm-hmm. it's good it's Word. good shit it's good folks y- and good you stuff. know what what it's above it's me it's above me it's above me somebody's gonna make a song out of that right if it doesn't exist already we like went to sleep and woke up and shit it who knows what's going on right now we might hear
1: that juneteenth now who the fuck knows we might make it ourselves
0: (laughs) okay who knows queen can you tell the people how and why they should donate to tv queen and J podcast
1: yes 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 so donate to tv queen and J so you can help sustain this podcast progress this podcast and keep the lights on for this motherfucking podcast ways that you can donate is by going to our website tv cleannj.com I didn't know you were going to do that but mm-hmm. I ended up doing that. I was your Kelly Rowland in that moment. Kelly um, Kelly
0: Kelly <laughs> Kelly got a man, Kelly got bands, all right.
1: Kelly got better hair. I okay. guess right she do. Um never forget. <laughs>
0: They shouldn't have did her like that. The tragic Bob. Why did they do that to her? Here's here's the thing with Kelly and that hair that they did to her. So we're talking about Destiny's Child, early Destiny's Child hair, right? Early D three hair in particular. You
1: know when she had that short bob with the red streaks. Yes.
0: The thing is that I've never heard anyone else discuss this. Like we all stood by and watched it, like it was okay. We watched her be abused. We watched her walk around in a hairstyle that did not fit the size of her face. You know when what I When
1: we get the behind the music Destiny Child mm, or behind mm, the music Kelly Rowland's hair. Kelly, Kelly,
0: Kelly. I wanna yeah. be on there and mean. Cause you she's gorgeous and her. she slays every fucking hairstyle she's in. Yes! They legit. She's a bad her, bitch. They put her in the one hairstyle that did not fit the shape of her face, yo. At all. And let me say this. For those of you thinking Jay. Your hairstyle doesn't always fit your face. And you they don't listen to the podcast. Head. What?
1: Who? Whoever has stuff to say about your Oh, hair. no, no,
0: no. They do. People hate listening. People hate listening.
1: No, I don't.
0: I am not, I do not have a fucking styling team of niggas who's supposed to strategize how good I'm supposed to look on video and on screen, yo. Did we tell people how to donate or?
1: No, I'm, we, oh. we went to Kelly. You can donate by going to our website tvcuninj.com and on our homepage, slide down and you will see two options. Two. Our first option is our PayPal, PayPal option. You can go there however many times you want and drop however much you want and then collection pay. No commitment there. And then our next option is our Patreon option. And where as we're asking for a little bit more commitment, we are asking for a donation of $2 a month. $2. You can give more or less. That is up to you. But $2 a month is what we're asking for. That's only $24 a year. And, yeah, those are the ways that you can monetarily donate to T with Queen and J. Other ways that you could donate to Tea with Queen and, and J that aren't monetarily are by subscribing to this podcast. Subscribe. Rating and reviewing this podcast Great. on whatever platform on which you listen to us on. Tell a friend. Tell a friend's friend. Tell your mama and them. Tell your boyfriend. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. You just reminded me of Waka Flocka when you did that.
0: Oh um, no, that was Amigos reference.
1: Oh, Walker, Mama. Waka was, was. I liked his ad libs. Okay. Um. Anyway, that's besides the point. Write about us. Tag us in the post when people. Ask for podcast. When people, um, yeah, just do all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Any way in which you can tell the world about TV's Queen and Jay you can do that okay thank you thank you thanks in advance for all them donations thanks in
0: advance yo put us on your podcast list of like favorite awesome dope podcasts to listen to and like stop putting podcasts on there that don't
1: even exist anymore word like if you know i ain't even gonna say it (laughs) but if i see that podcast on another list and it had been years it's been years. It's been years. Years. Yo. It's been years. Years. And Those black could, women are not even getting that money. Nah. Years. You could, Stop.
0: You could say this podcast is no longer active, but they have an amazing backlog. Make a backlog list.
1: Make another list. Something. I don't understand it.
0: Yeah. I'm enraged. It's weird. I don't get it. Why? 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 Yeah, it's strange. Okay. It is. But thank you all. We appreciate everybody who consistently supports Tea with Queen and J podcast. If you would like to be a sponsor, if you would like to sponsor T with Queen and J podcast, you. La, la, la. If you would like to sponsor Tea with Queen and J podcast, if you'd like to advertise with us, you can shoot us a T mail at tea with Queen and J at gmail.com. If you'd like to hire us to speak at your school or organization or do a live show or consult, send us your T mail at tea with Queen and J at
1: gmail.com. Ew, stop. Okay. Sorry. So <laughs>
0: Yes, donation libations.
1: We got some donation libations, and um, start with the patrons. So we got some few new patrons. So thank you, Malik Kashara, up their pledge, mm-hmm. and we got Sophia. And Sophia left us a little note. Thank you, Sophia. And Sophia said, "After listening on and off for a few months, life is so busy. We, we feel you. Mm-hmm. No, um, ain't no thing. Ain't no thing. Ain't no, ain't no, th- problem. Ain't no, ain't problem. no problem. Ain't no problem. We'll be here." Mm-hmm. I finally remembered to sit down and get on Patreon. Y'all are super dope. I deeply respect and appreciate y'all. And as an Asian American woman working to unfuck myself, I learned so much from the talents and insights you share each week. Here's to continued f- flourish for this podcast. Flourish. And she left a little heart. I love a heart emoji. <clears throat> me, Me too. Thank
0: you so much, Sophia. We appreciate you, y'all. Yo. And we got PayPal donations from Sarah. Thank you so much. And Mary, who says, Happy Juneteenth. Thank you, Mary. Happy Juneteenth you. to you too, yo. Shout we out appreciate to freedom. You. Shout out to freedom. Libations to freedom. And we got some um, people hit us up on the event, right? We got donations from Aliyah, Bailey, Jessica, Victoria, Candice, Janae, another Jessica, Terrence, and Yane. Thank you so Or Yahane. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Thanks to everybody who RSVPs to our events. And thanks to everybody who RSVPs and is able to donate to Tea with Queen and J podcast. It really does help. It helps
1: offset some costs because we make it a free event.
0: Right. We pull from our regular donations for our free events. So if you guys, if you all can like...
1: There was a little extra Change. Throw it in the bag. Yes. Yellow. It's helpful. It's helpful. It's okay. helpful. It's helpful. Shout out to freedom. Freedom. <laughs>
0: to freedom.
1: You go, hear me tell me over there eating rice? To rice? freedom. We don't like rice over
0: here. We don't like rice. We should put, um. we should make to freedom a mix during Juneteenth, yo. We
1: can tell people.
0: Yeah, we will.
1: I'm sure this one not existed. To freedom.
0: That could be like our fucking Funk Flex bar. Bomb. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: to freedom.
0: All right, I like that. Yes, we've been making this announcement for Mad Long because we wanted you all to prepare and be ready. It's a lot. It's a lot, yo. Mm-hmm. it's a lot, it takes time. Yeah. So like we said before, we are going to be reviewing the Spike Lee Netflix series, She's Gotta Have It. We're currently planning to review that on next week's episode. So you have another week to watch She's Gotta Have It if you have not watched already. You or have you a, have
1: another week to not watch and wait week for to our not review. Watch it and
0: wait for our review. You will not need to watch the show in order to keep up with the commentary. We, we are going to be doing a full spoiler review recap of the series what we thought about the show in our commentary and stuff like that it will just be for one episode for those of you who have been fucking with TV Queen and Jay then you know that we reviewed season 1 of she's got to have it in our review series we got to have it and that is everybody listening to podcast that is up i'll leave the link to that playlist we reviewed the whole series in five episodes um, of Tea with Queen and Jay podcast. Yeah. So we'll leave the link to that playlist in the show notes if you have not listened to it and kind of want to see what we thought about season one. And it's a lot of stuff in there. People love that review series that we did. So I'm sure that you will enjoy it if you haven't listened already. So check it out. People liked hearing us talk about what we didn't love well, we talked about stuff that we like too, but like people enjoyed that more than our "Dear White People" series that we did.
1: No, I think they enjoyed both. I think that they agree- like they there was um, validation in hearing the things you were thinking mm-hmm. when you watched it too, like that kind of like yeah, like mm-hmm. oh shit, okay, I thought I was bugging because all of. A lot of times, with Black femmes, identify things people don't believe us Right. all the time. True. Don't believe shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think to hear us say these things, just like yes, I but you know, like there's affirmation yeah. in that, there's validation in that because mm-hmm. the world just tells us everything we say ain't really happening, this is and we bugging this is and shit true. like that. So that's what I think it was. This is. True.
0: Mm-hmm. All right. Well, either way, check that shit out. We are gonna review this season. Um, we're gonna make it one podcast episode because ain't
1: nobody more. got time ain't for nobody that. Nobody got time for that. No, no, no. <laughs> so
0: we're gonna do that, and yeah, we're hope you're ready. We're excited for it. So be sure to check it out.
1: Word, word, word. We have events coming. We out. have events. Events. <laughs> June is a month. June is so freaking much, yo. How did we even get to June? I don't know. June is always like my our busiest month. Is it? Yeah. For, like last year was really busy. This year is really busy. I don't know. What the heck did we do last year? I think because I did the cookout and I did this. Okay. I feel like we did something else. Yeah. Like everyone invites us everywhere in June. Like, it's it's a, just always yeah, a lot of things. there's a lot going on.
0: Yeah. All right. So some dates to remember. Juneteenth. Every year we throw a Juneteenth party. Bring your black ass. We want to see you. This year it's going to be on was well, on a June 19th every year. This year, June 19th falls on a Wednesday. So
1: someday. And we're saying
0: Okay. So it's our Wednesday. It's our Juneteenth work kickback. And that is again June 19th at Von Bar from 6 to 10 P.M. The event is free. All you have to do is RSVP. Please RSVP. Those are going and we just need to know who's showing up so that we can manage the space accordingly. Yeah. We want to see all your beautiful faces. Come give us a high five for fucking Juneteenth. Have a drink with us. Have some water with us. You know, hug con- hug someone consensually. You know what I'm saying? Like, just like everything love. consensually, everything consensually, twerk
1: on a dick consensually, do
0: all of that consensually, yo. Mm-hmm. That's right. Somebody yeah. brought their date to Juneteenth last year. Somebody like brought their Tinder date. Oh, right. Yeah, yo, bring your fucking Tinder date. You can use that as like a litmus test for like, do I want to fuck with you and have exactly. fun with you? You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, anyway, it's a good time. We'll be there. It's a free event. RSVP for that shit. And then it's risky. What?
1: I'm not bringing my attendant date to a party. Why not? Because it might be some other dicks I want to twerk going. That's true. That I want to leave with. <laughs> That's true. Well, actually, you it, it, it ain't okay. Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. Ain't no problem. Anyway, y'all
0: decide what you want to do with that. Queen, you have an event coming up. What you got?
1: Yeah, so I will be at the Carefree Black Girl Cookout. Um, This will be my second year there. Carefree Black Girl Cookout is a black women-centered event. They kind of go all around the country having these interactive festival cookout showcase type of things um showcase and events that center black women yep. and um, they will be in brooklyn june 15th for their carefree black girl cookout um i will be there i will have a tent and i will be hosting um affirmation and attention setting workshops um basically just ways to keep your bad bitch energy up gonna be a good time my tent is gonna be cute i've already like figured out Ooh, how i to design I'm it excited. Um, i'll be doing three different workshops during the day, because I'm not just gonna be there for two to seven, like doing fucking talking to y'all. I'm like I'm gonna need some water. So that is at Herbert Von King Park, like I said, in Brooklyn. And the information to RCP and the time for workshops will be in the show notes so just click that link and get all that information that's right that's right that's
0: right this
1: friday 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 this friday Friday night in the weekend i need to unwind where's Where's the the party party? this is where the party is Hey, hey mr dj i need to hear that song i haven't heard it in a while okay this
0: friday June 7th, our friends over at Inner Uprising Podcast will be doing a live show in Brooklyn.
1: Rocking you, rocking, rocking you.
0: Rock- they haven't done a live show yet this year, so make sure that you get your tickets for that shit if you would like to see them do their show live. They will have a special guest I'm super excited about. Um, so please, tickets are $20 online, $25 at the door. Doors open at 8 and their show starts at 9.30. So that's plenty of time for you to get your black ass there and see them go on. I think there's other stuff happening before they go on. So uh, hopefully you won't be bored or whatever if you decide to get there early. Yeah. And kick it. Have a drink or some shit.
1: If you do get there early, maybe hold me a seat. Because I probably won't be <laughs> Okay,
0: okay, Okay. We'll be there. You should come. They're amazing and smart. Um, you know how you meet some people and they're fucking shit when you meet them in person? Most people. Dude. <laughs> what is wrong with everybody i don't know what is wrong with what is
1: happening what is
0: happening to our wakanda (laughs) what is going on yo niggas let's recenter ourselves okay the more people we know the more weird people we know like not fun weird though
1: like weird weird why what is wrong with everyone y'all are fucking what is wrong with everybody and we're not talking about awkward No, like We're not
0: talking about awkward. We're talking or quirky. about
1: Yeah, we're talking about fucking, fucking strange. You move strange funny, weirdos. you make me uncomfortable. It's weird. And it's like nah. It's weird. Where are you from? Where are you from, yo? What is wrong What's with the y'all? matter? <sighs> well you don't get that energy from the inner uprising
0: anyway yeah so they're nice people they're great mm-hmm. and they're a good time so we always have a good time with them be sure to come to their live show we will leave the link to that in the show notes once again that is this friday june 7th come kick it
1: yeah and thanks to the hoes um for we went to their sex, sex trivia and Sundays. i had lots of loop, I love story had lots of loop had it in my jacket pocket forgot about it and it kind of fell out at work Oh, but no one noticed. But it I was, does.
0: Yeah, it did look like perfume. Yeah, so, yeah. You know. Rob was
1: right about that. But I was like, oh,
0: I, I might overdo <laughs> my, <laughs> my <laughs> vagina moisturizer. I dropped it at work. I know I made y'all. Oh no! I know, right? What are we gonna do? Eee, oh, oh shit! Yeah. Okay. Lastly, we will be at Afros and Audio Festival. Afros and Audio is a black centered podcast festival in Brooklyn, taking place on June 22nd and 23rd. We'll be there on Saturday doing our presentation titled The Market Is Not Flooded, yeah. which will include our approach to podcasting as community ass bitches. If you already have tickets to the festival, we look forward to seeing you. If you'd like to buy tickets, we've included the twenty five percent off uh promo and other links in the show notes so you can check that shit out.
1: So freedom <laughs> it does see right that's where i go
0: it does i agree i agree i agree queen
1: yeah what kind of tea are you drinking i'm drinking chai tea yes. what kind of tea are you drinking i'm mixing it
0: up today okay and i'm having earl grey so i feel very fancy okay i feel like i am fancy. just tasting flavors and i'm earl drinking grey. a the dark
1: tea f- who the fuck is earl and why gray i do i don't know
0: i imagine it's like sad and gloomy you know how there's no sun in the uk which is false but you know how they, which make makes no like sense because like they stole foggy. it from
1: <laughs> they stole what they stole all the teas and herbs from india it's not like herbs and stuff grow in the uk they just stole it and was like we the tea people
0: oh you feel like they renamed it earl gray yeah oh, okay that, come it. on got it they did okay
1: uh what do you fuck your pronouns? Earl.
0: okay the, the, fuck the Earl. european one yes this is delicious though it's delicious mm-hmm. what Uh, um, what are your pronouns
1: she and her what are your pronouns she her, they
0: them and what do you affirm for yourself this week i affirm
1: that i'm a bad bitch i affirm that i'm enough i affirm that i will be self-employed and financially wealthy without trauma I affirm that I am in a healthy relationship that I will continue to grow stronger. Hey, boom! Yeah. See you later. Yes. Um, I also affirm that my double chin will melt away. Ooh, I want in on this. It'll affirmation. melt like off my face, yes. but it will reappear in my booty meat. Mine too. Mine too. Yeah, because it's like, why not? Why not? Why don't those fat cells just go to the booty meat? I like it.
0: I think if you affirm it, I think it will.
1: Exactly. That's why I'm affirming it. Okay. So my melt, my double chin will melt away. Mm-hmm. I'ma add my back fat too. It's gonna melt mm-hmm. away and like go to my booty meat. Okay. I affirm that. Mm-hmm. I like this. Yup. All right.
0: Mm-hmm. I support this. Okay. Thank and you. I hope that your journey towards these affirmations is clear.
1: Mm-hmm. You know? Yes. I'm
0: gonna go ahead and steal that. Mm-hmm. I also want the extra the extra like under the chin meat. <laughs> Um, to go to my booty as well, Mm -hmm. the the under-the-chin meat, and all right, cool, my back fat too, I guess.
1: It's like, why are you there? Yeah. You're already back there. Just get lower. Slide down. Get low. Get low. Drop down and get your eagle on. Do it. Do it.
0: Yeah, okay. I like that. Thank you for that affirmation. No worries. I also affirm that I am not a lady. I affirm that I am enough. I affirm that my apartment is paid for. My rent is paid I'm wealthy. I'm self-employed and my finances are abundant. Opportunities are fruitful and bountiful without drama, which they are, yo. Should be happening, yo. Affirm your shit. I'm hey. Say your shit. Say it. Order your fucking garden. Fucking like nurture your fucking ideas and shit, yo. Cultivate. Say what you want, yo. That's, That's right. That's right. So That's those are my affirmations. Yes. So we got a, a letter.
1: Mm-hmm. We got a letter. That's right. Letter. Isn't that from Blue Clues?
0: Yes, I think yes. so. God. Okay. You know they got a new um, host and a new show. Mm-hmm. He's got like a mean lace front. Nobody can tell me otherwise.
1: Oh, I haven't noticed that. I did notice the internet yelling at Nickelodeon for all that, and I'm like, all oh, that. It's for fucking ten year olds. Shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not gonna be funny. Our mothers didn't find that shit funny either. Mm. My mother ain't have time to watch that, so I don't know if she would <laughs> found it funny. Okay. But okay. yeah,
0: okay. So this letter is from Shell, and the subject is a letter of love and natural and a natural disaster.
1: Aw. That's an
0: interesting title. Yeah. Thank you, Shell, for writing us. And Shell says, Dear Queen and Jay, Jay and Queen, I wanted you to know that I love your show. I struggle to keep up with any other podcast regularly except yours. I live in Dayton, Ohio. On Monday, we experienced multiple tornadoes. All are safe, thank goodness, but some of my friends and their family had to leave their homes that were destroyed or condemned due to the damage. We are all safe, but mentally there's a lot of trauma. I haven't stayed home much because my favorite tree line outside of my bedroom window, the first thing I look to in the morning is reduced to what I describe as tree-sized twigs, among other wreckage, I'm sure you can guess. I say all this to say, yes, I express my grief. I hope you don't mind me sharing it with you. I need to talk about it. Also, to let you know your podcast is my peace of mind. I forgot about the smashed neighborhood and some of my friends being homeless until my Until my data, because there's no Wi-Fi, cut off again. I almost cried. So now I'm leaving to head to the library or coffee shop where I'll send this, where there's consistent connection so I can plug back in and listen to your show and study Japanese. Thanks for being real. Thanks for being black. Thanks for being loud. Thanks for being proud. Thanks for being all that you are. Your show is educational, fun, but also for some of us, a staple of comfort in our lives. Please send prayers, love, good vibes, and positive juju our way. The blessing is my city has shown out with love friends and strangers have set up tents to pass out food and water some are even grilling and giving it to anyone who passes by the response of my community has been immediate and up- and uplifting i don't see anything where people can donate from out of town yet i'm pretty much sticking to local people and friends i trust instead of major organizations if i see anything or have friends who need donations through cash app or any other means may i pass that to you later on sure you can love you both shell Pronoun she her. Thank you so much, Shell, and libations and good vibes and energy to everybody in Dayton, Ohio who experienced um the tornado. Mm-hmm. She did later on send us a link to to a Gem City tornado recovery GoFundMe, which was organized by Dayton Young Black Professionals. Shout out to you all. We will refrain from making any Young Black Professional jokes. This I'm holding week. it in. Yeah. It's
1: making my stomach hurt.
0: Okay. <laughs> You sure that's not just a fart? You could fart. You can edit it out. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, it's not there yet.
1: Oh. But I think that kind of like. "Mm." The
0: thought of that is even more gross that it's not ready. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, we'll leave the link to that (laughs) GoFundMe. We'll leave the link to that GoFundMe in the show notes. And um, yeah, so libations to you, Shell. Shout out to our friend, Brother Omi, on Instagram, who also lives in Dayton, Ohio. And we're glad that both of you are okay and safe.
1: Word. um you want to take a little break
0: yeah let's do that okay.
1: money 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 money. <laughs> do money! you know what this year is what every year is all about yeah but like giving black women year, your money
0: yes give okay. black women your money hashtag pay black women yo okay okay so, so
1: how do they give black women their
0: money well they can start by giving us their money oh yes yes we do this dope ass women's race nerd podcast every motherfucking week every week,
1: week. Sometimes times twice
0: um, a week Yeah yo (laughs) And we could use Your loving Motherfucking donations Um, We definitely can Absolutely So
1: how can you do that You can go to our website Yo com. Hit that donate tab Mm -hmm. And we have two options there Two Two You become a patron Or you can just donate Through PayPal You choose We Mm -hmm. give you a choice That's right On how you give us money That's right If you want to donate Via Patreon We're asking all of our listeners To break
0: us off Two dollars a month
1: Choice. Oh my God, we're gonna get money again <laughs> all the time. Yes,
0: and we're black all the time. All right. So we talked about this a little bit
1: I, last I had to do week. Do a back roll, sorry, y'all.
0: I saw that back roll. It just okay. felt like body yeah. roll, body roll, mm. body roll. Maybe that's how your neck fat is gonna get to your to, bottom, to my booty, your back fat to your mm. butt, yo.
1: All right. I'll make a YouTube video so you, you all can know the technique to get the chin fat mm-hmm. to the building. Okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. 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 Sharon is caring. So, Jay. Yo. What are we talking about now?
0: What are we talking about? Um, we talked about this a little bit last week because we were thinking about our need to still have an awesome series that we love, which is The Shy, Because which... we love that show. We love it because we're just trying to take care of our grandmother. Anyway, um, I had to, That's yeah. So, funny to me. so one of the main characters, Jason Mitchell, who was an actor on that show, Brandon, right,
1: plays Brandon. He played Eazy E and um, just that movie called. What was it called? I don't know. N.W.A. Straight out of Compton. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Yeah, yes. just, just for reference, if right, you, um.
0: right. Jason Mitchell plays St- Easy E in Straight Outta Compton, and he he's been like an actor on the rise. He's been in a lot of he's a lot of different day. little shows mm-hmm. here and there. He is like he plays like an everyday black dude.
1: Yeah, you know with, what I'm saying. He's what the whites would call an average show.
0: They the whites would call him a, yes. If he was white, they call him an average joke. Yeah. Now I think they just call him a thug or nigger or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah You're yeah, saying
1: yeah. like if he was yeah.
0: Yes, right. Us is like
1: he's like he's you no know, he from up the block. Yes. Yeah, we don't yeah. say a guy next door, we say. The guy exactly. From up
0: the block. And he's one of the few actors, I think, who in his physical appearance and like his the way that he carries himself or whatever, he's like one of the rare black actors who gets to look how he looks Mm -hmm. and play a regular dude and not always play like a dude on the corner yeah he's not jail. typecast in that yes, way which is which very is, rare yeah, yep. especially for somebody who looks like him and when mm-hmm. i say somebody who looks like him i mean he doesn't look hollywood polished like he's in the gym all the time exactly. he looks like an average dude with an average body with an average average diction and like shit like that exactly he's, he's covered in tattoos mm-hmm. and he's just like a regular everyday dude and people write characters for him that are regular everyday dude and he still gets to be like the main character and shit like that which
1: is not the norm
0: which is not the norm and it's something that means a lot to um black folks watching Mm -hmm. and to like image activism and all of that shit so anyway we we build all of that shit up to say that there was some shit came out about jason mitchell being a sexual harasser Mm -hmm. um harassing his co-star the woman uh her name is tiffany i forget her last name yeah i don't know but um she plays jay on the shy and was playing his girlfriend on the shy and she had made several reports that he had made her uncomfortable on set yeah and she's not the only one who made this complaint about him it was also reported that he had made some people uncomfortable um filming some other work that he was doing. Mm-hmm. So he was dropped by his agent, he was dropped by a Netflix show that he was going to be on. Yeah. Um he's
1: Desperados. Yeah,
0: him. he's been dropped from from The Shy now and, and uh, He ain't got no job. He ain't got no job. Unless he has one that we don't know about or whatever, but
1: They probably dropped him too. They
0: probably dropped him too. <laughs> they probably dropped him too. So that happened mm-hmm. and then people started to investigate, okay, what really happened? Cuz at yeah. first we just heard that he was dropped. We didn't hear um And for being a sexual harasser and shit. But we didn't hear the details of it. We didn't hear from Lena Waithe, who uh, created The Shy. We didn't hear from, like, the technical details of, like, who did what to address this shit and all that stuff or whatever. So that stuff started to come out. And um, Ayanna Floyd, who is the showrunner for The Shy, for season two of The Shy, came out and basically said that...
1: Lena, no. That's what she (laughs) said.
0: Right. That that <laughs> Lena knew um what was happening That was a live reenactment.
1: <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> Lena knew. She knew y'all. She did.
0: She knew. <laughs> and was aware of um Jason Mitchell being a sexual harasser. And the implication was that she that Lena didn't do anything about it. Yeah. Okay. So for anybody who does not know Lena Waith, like we said, is a writer. She's the creator of The Shy. She um You've seen her on Dear White People. I think she might have did some writing on that as well. She also was, what
1: is that guy's name from that show? Master of None on Netflix. I don't know, but I really thought about him the other day. Maybe because of sexual harassment.
0: Right. Aziz Ansari. Okay, thank yeah. you for that. Mm-hmm. She um, played Aziz Ansari's like best friend.
1: That's so sad that that was your One. reference to remember. It is sad. Well, the
0: reason... Harassment. I know. Well, that's how that's well, that's the, world. That's that's the world. That's the world. But that's why I remembered his name. Mm-hmm. But because he's also out the paint right now mm-hmm. as a sexual harasser. But she did like the infamous Thanksgiving episode, which was about her being uh coming out to her family as a black lesbian and i say black lesbian because the show was mad black and that's a specific like thing it's its own thing so she won an emmy for that episode and she's been doing dope shit since then yo Mm -hmm. what is she what's she done besides a shy and besides be fucking adorable
1: boomerang
0: right right she um produced and created that show boomerang yeah some people like the reboot of boomerang yeah that sounded like, <laughs> shade I,
1: <laughs> I don't like it okay all
0: right okay but i haven't watched the people who do it's still on yeah she's and she was in ready player one she's just a creative she's black a, and she's a zaddy woman Let's just be she's, a real. Zaddy. she's a fucking zaddy she's adorable she speaks out on black shit zaddies are adorable <laughs> I find her adorable. Because you're demi. Because right, I find her adorable because I'm possibly demi. a demisexual. Like, you know, things that should be attractive. Yeah, z-
1: Zanny adorable. means you want to sit on someone's face. Um. Yeah, I'm not there yet. Yeah,
0: okay. but I find her adorable, and I'm obsessed with everything that she does. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay. She's also a fashion plate. Yeah. <laughs> yes. To take it back to something my mother would say. It's a fashion plate. <laughs>
1: This is why you're like this. Oh, God, I know, I know, I know.
0: And she's and she's mad outspoken about LGBTQIA yeah. issues and shit mm-hmm. like that
1: and black shit
0: and black shit yo she like will not she like for
1: people who can't understand that that the LGBTQIA intersectionality is black. of
0: shit yeah so she has always presented herself as yeah. some, and, and walked as somebody who's intersectional somebody Word. who's trying to like uplift other people of color in the business yeah and so she's a general like bad tries bitch. to be
1: tries to be very accessible as far as yes. like. Hit me up if you need this. Blah, right, blah, 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 regardless of mm-hmm. her rise to, yeah, I guess the top. If you believe that,
0: so needless to say, I kind of ride for her. Everybody in our squad fucks
1: Melina pretty heavy. <laughs> I think they ride for her though. What do you mean? Like literally, like they ride for her. Oh my gosh! I'm telling you, people like they 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 like her. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you okay? <laughs> Are you okay? Do you need a break? Do you need some water? No, I'm fine. I'm just okay. saying I have to say all of that because the, the, the foot gonna drop <laughs> in uh, a second. Yeah, so, no,
0: you're right, right. You're right. people. Get. Yes, people ride for her. So you know who Lena Waith is now, right? Okay, so the showrunner, Ayanna Ford, like we said, the showrunner of season two of The Shy said that Lena was aware of Jason Mitchell's behavior. So what's happened since then has been really a conversation of um, who done it. Who's who's responsible for Jason Mitchell? Like it's, a, it's still, a game of Clue. It's a game of Clue for still being on set after these things happened during season one, and why was he allowed to stay on season two and shit like that or whatever? So the initial article came out in the Hollywood Reporter, and Ayanna Floyd, who is the showrunner, um, this is her, these are her quotes exactly. She says, "When now the writer, okay, Kim Masters' article in the Hollywood Reporter, she says." In a statement to the Hollywood Hollywood Reporter, Floyd Davis directly challenges Waith, right? So I say that because I feel like that language of directly challenging Lena Waith, that comes from the writer of this article article, and not necessarily Ayanna Floyd. So mm-hmm. I want to say that in lead up to what we're going to say later. Yep. So Ayana says, When I took the helm in season two, it was Lena who informed me of the issues between Jason Mitchell and Tiffany Boone from season one, and that Tiffany was thinking of leaving the show because of it, says Floyd Davis. As a result of this information, I discussed Tiffany's claims with the studio's HR department and set up HR presentations for the writers, cast, and crew. Ultimately, everyone was well aware of Jason's behavior and his multiple HR cases, including Lena, the creator and executive and an executive producer of the show who was was very involved at the studio and network level Mm -hmm. adds Floyd Davis as showrunner. I did everything I could to deal with his behavior by speaking with the H by speaking with the studio's HR department multiple times and instructing one actress to call HR herself before I became a target of his rage and inappropriateness and had to report him to HR as well. Mm -hmm. So these are the quotes from the showrunner in this article And I feel like from reading this, I didn't get the impression that she was trying to throw Lena under the bus.
1: I I didn't get it either. Yeah.
0: I think think there's an implication there. I think that Lena should make a statement, which she did, and we'll talk Mm -hmm. about that. I think it was important that Lena come out and say something because you are clearly involved in this, and we look at you as somebody who... A zaddy. A zaddy, and who would not tolerate the abuse of women on mm-hmm. your set. Yeah. And so I think it's important that Lena came out and said something. Yeah, Okay. Lena called in, Lena Waith called in to the breakfast club. Of recently, all places. Of all places to talk to Charlemagne about. To talk to Charlemagne. To talk of all people about the um, allegations and her experience on set and all of that stuff.
1: Cause that's who you go to, to talk about sexual harassment. Right. Charlemagne the which god we'll talk about that
0: because i have questions about that too after this but i do want to talk about like who she chose to speak to and all that stuff but she called in charlemagne to, to tell her side of the story and she basically said that um she became aware of what happened after season two which is what after season one which is what ayana had said mm-hmm. and that she hired her Um, She made a point to hire a black woman because she knew these things were happening on set. She made sure that everybody had HR training. Mm -hmm. She hired Ayanna Floyd, a black woman, to be the showrunner. She felt like that would help. Having a black woman there, um, a black person and a woman on set versus the white guy who was the showrunner before, would help to alleviate and set the tone for the climate. Like Mm -hmm. alleviate whatever problems they were having and set the tone for... um, the set yeah like
1: she tried to change the culture of the set, right
0: exactly Mm -hmm. she also hired i forget the name of this other like the position that it was but she said she also hired a queer woman of color to be like the number two person or whatever Mm -hmm. the fuck that's how it sounded and those were things that she did but she also said like the narrative of because i feel like and you know what honestly we went to look at that link before the first time you sent the link, we read the article, whatever. Yeah. Just now when we went to look it up so I could quote it, it wasn't. The link that you had initially sent me, it was no longer active. Yeah. And so I had to look online for another link to this article. So I'm wondering if it has since been edited in any way. Because there were They're people. they usually
1: supposed to say edited
0: when right. they change
1: the article. But like we said, the article was gone. Let me look it's it like a again. new link probably. Because this link we have is not working at all. Right.
0: So I'm wondering, yeah, it doesn't say that it was edited. Maybe it wasn't. But there were people on social basically saying, like, Lena knew and didn't do anything. Like, that did become a narrative. Mm -hmm. But I don't feel like Ayanna's quotes were inflammatory.
1: Yeah, they weren't. You know what I'm saying? Perhaps
0: the tone of the article was, but I don't feel like the quotes from Ayana were inflammatory. Yeah, exactly. We don't know what conversations her and Lena had behind the scenes, but if we're just operating off what's been presented to the public, I didn't feel like she was, like, throwing her under the bus or anything
1: like that. I don't think so either. And it also, like, a lot of times when a black woman is saying something, people interpret it as that anyway. Yes. So she, like, yes. me reading that, I didn't get any kind of, like, mm, or, like... Mm-hmm. You know, like right. the way that I playfully was like, oh, she did it. She know, she know. Mm-hmm. There was none of that in there. But yeah. I'm sure that because it was a black woman speaking that it was like perceived in that way. It mm-hmm. was like, she was like, mm-mm. That yeah. was them over there. Right. It's like, nah, that's not what was presented. So she calls into Charlemagne, to Breakfast Club. She
0: says that she cha- tried to change the culture of the set. She put new people in place. She hired a black woman specifically to um change the culture. Yeah. She put a queer woman of color in this other position, And that by season two, the culture on set had changed, Yeah, she felt. Unfortunately, Jason Mitchell had not changed and he was still like being a crusty bum. Because when you ain't shit, you ain't shit. Right. And she she spoke to him directly several times and did her best. So then what she says is that what she regrets is not handling, in season two, when it was happening, not handling it directly. She said she spoke to the showrunner and the showrunner had talked to HR and said that it was it's a legal, legal matter. It was now. a legal matter now and to like leave it leave it be mm-hmm. or whatever. Let them take care of it. Let HR take care of yeah. it basically. So Lena in her call with Charlemagne says that she first of all, let me say this because we don't listen or watch that show, yeah. The Breakfast Club, because Charlemagne hates black women and has hated black women for decades Since now. Since he
1: came out of a black woman. Since he came out of a black woman.
0: <laughs> Right, right. And as, as New Yorkers who have been listening to New York radio, like, we're familiar with Charlemagne from before The Breakfast Club. And he has also sat on The Breakfast Club and been ma- ma- mad anti-black and mad anti-black woman and cho- picks and chooses which black women to respect, yeah. right? And that's fucking misogynoir. It's that's really not... nice skin one. That too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Or like Indira or somebody, yeah, yeah, who like he's the one put on some type of like, queenly pedestal exactly. or some shit. Everyone Weird else respects.
1: And your light skin, right? Those are the right, criteria right, right. for respect.
0: And so he has quote unquote gotten better. I I think the more black women
1: hold him accountable for hold his him bullshit. accountable
0: for his bullshit, the more black women hold the keys to shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like in terms of. Um, social capital and power on social media i feel like he feels responsible to some of his friends black women who have made the conscious decision to befriend him within the media space yeah. and so i think that he at least there are times when he um thinks about what he's saying and usually it's when he's apologizing for something that he had said the day before or whatever or wants to present a certain way But he hates black women and it it still shows and it comes up and it's pretty regular. So Mm -hmm. I say all that to say that we tapped in to this to listen to what Lena had to say, since this was the platform that she chose to make this statement. But it's not something that we listen to like regularly or
1: whatever. We don't listen to that shit. Okay? That's the point. That's the point. That was a lot of stuff to say. We don't listen to that shit. We, we just listened because Lena and because this is a situation that was hurting a black woman. Right. We just wanted to look into that. Yes.
0: And again, that's gonna come up again later, which is <laughs> why I, I said that. But um so she says that she regrets not handling it directly and it being the sec the season two when all this stuff is still happening, or whatever she feels like she should have gone around her showrunner and um called tiffany directly and a bunch of shit like that but something that on which she said she uses language that's like that she wants to take accountability for her part for her role for what she didn't do for what she could have done better but every time she says that she says i trusted someone else to do my job or i hired this person, person. to take care of it and they didn't then she says if you so there's two interviews there's the version that is on youtube of this if you want to go back and listen to it and then there's an edited version in the in the um their podcast version Mm -hmm. of the breakfast club so i would listen to the full version because they cut out a lot of that stuff and kind of just get to whatever her you know whatever you can make a bite-sized response or whatever Mm -hmm. so if you listen to the full interview she keeps saying that she she put this black woman in, in charge to like handle it she expected her to do it and she just knows from now on she has to take care of it. Then she says something like, you know, I put a black woman in charge and every black person is not like you. Like, I ha- I know that every black person doesn't move how I move kind of stuff. But there's several, it's like at least seven times within the interview that she talks about how she put this woman in charge. She trusted this other person and it didn't get done, which to me feels very much like throwing this other black woman under the bus who's also a black woman at work trying to manage a sexual harassment situation Mm -hmm. and it felt to me as the person who has more social capital and more power within the industry it felt like instead of owning whatever you feel like you've done you you could have done better or learned from this experience it felt like she was throwing another woman of color under the under bus, bus, another black woman under the bus. And yes, of this yes. on this When she throughout this, and the reason why I wanted to talk about it is because there's so much language, like even when I talk about Charlemagne and like how he's quote unquote gotten better, there's language that if you tap into what black women are saying online and the, the shit that we're talking about in general and the movements that we're involved in and the ways in which we lead and the language we use, there are people who are co-opting that language and using it, Because they're words that make us feel safe and comfortable and remind us of
1: activism. But they're using them as buzzwords and not using them as actual things that they believe and feel.
0: Yes. So there are times when people use this language and are, in fact, while you're telling me that you hired a, a black woman of color, while you're telling me that you're for the people, while you're telling me that you wanted to make everybody feel safe, while you're saying, I don't want to throw her under the bus. You are and you th- and a throwing big, and this you're, black you, woman under the bus.
1: Like usually, people say, "I don't want to throw someone under the bus." They're about to throw right somebody under a right. bus. Right, Like right. right. You, you are. I think another thing that is important to remember is in this interview is Lena makes a point to be like, "I'm I'm an employee too. I could be fired. I could be this. You know, like all right. of these things of which to show us that the amount of power we think she has doesn't mm-hmm. actually exist. But within that, you're also letting us know what this other black woman, the showrunner, is probably feeling and thinking, too. So, like, why is she more responsible Mm -hmm. if, at the end of the day, her job is at stake and all of this stuff? If all of that stuff applies to you, who has more social capital, who has more clout, who is the person who created this series, what the fuck you think this showrunner is thinking? What do you think this showrunner is? Like, why is this—why is these things— why are you presenting it as if those factors are, like, exclusive to you? Like, mm-hmm. well, you know, I could be fired, too. I could say me or Jason. That's his name, right? Mm-hmm. Me or Jason. And they could pick Jason. And blah, 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 blah. Yeah, she those, said these are the that same too. things that this other person is thinking about. So mm-hmm. For them, they were just like, maybe. I don't know. I'm not in this woman's mm-hmm. head. I'm a fraud of protocol. Protocol was to tell HR. I told right. HR. HR told me this. So this is what it. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. why extend not extend, but why make it seem as if you are completely powerless in this situation? Right. Which, When is, that's not the which truth. Which is strange because within that same conversation...
0: Lena says that she hired these two women of color to change the culture. Everyone had HR training to help change the culture. She talks about all these things that she had her hands in and all these things that she did to help and change the culture, even though, Jason, you can't, you know, a bum is a bum. Yeah, Jason Mitchell still decided to be Ashley on set, but these are the, the efforts and actions and steps that she took. It's kind of weird to say you did all these things, but then also that you're powerless. Yeah, you know exactly. Saying? Or that you don't have that much power. Exactly. Like, why? Why people did say, well, why didn't you fire him? Why? Did, why was he allowed to return for season two? Da 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 da. And that's when she kind of talked about how she doesn't have as much power necessarily as people think she has mm-hmm. in that role, and just kind of how um tv works and shit like that but it it was a little bit strange to say that you have the power to make all of these other decisions to change the culture and then i was like and then now right that's not what i I don't have the power to do that i can't do that stuff but i just feel like if you if you are making this statement to own your responsibility in it then own your responsibility in it, you know? She says that what she learned is that she needs to be um, more active, more hands-on in these particular areas or whatever. Mm -hmm. But she kind of implied that, but said that, you know, she can't trust someone else to do her job. And she put this in place. She put these people in in these roles to take care of it and it didn't happen, basically. And so let's pretend... Because, again, I didn't find Ayana's statement to be inflammatory or whatever. Yeah. But let's pretend that it was inflammatory. Let's pretend that her and Lena had several conversations and that everything was fine behind the scenes. And then Ayana comes and makes this statement that makes Lena really uncomfortable and feels false to Lena or whatever, right? Why are you making that face?
1: Because that didn't happen. That didn't happen. But okay.
0: But just to make the let's point. Let's pretend. Let's pretend. In, these, in the position that Ayana Floyd is, right? Allegedly. Allegedly, right? So Ayanna Floyd, I've never heard of her. She's a black woman showrunner. That's all I know right now, mm-hmm. right? Lena Waith, we ride for her hard body as a community, yeah. right? Lena Waith has a social capital to call Charlemagne and say, hey, I want to address this. Charlemagne, The Breakfast Club, they have a huge platform. Huge platform. I assume that's why I reasonably... Um, Black knowledgeable, women, intelligent keep black going. women keep showing sense. up there. People with sense, keep even after you disrespected Janet Mock, like people with sense continue to go to that show. Yeah. Okay. Quote with quote unquote sense, right? Continue to go to that show, continue to laugh, continue to make friends with him, mm-hmm. um, continue to apologize for his behavior online and shit like that. That's my brother, da 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 all it's that bullshit. So she has the social capital and the power and the leverage within the industry to pick up the phone and call Charlemagne or have her friends call her, her people call him or whatever and get her on the show to make a statement, mm-hmm. right? That will get to us, that will get to the people mm-hmm. who she wants to talk to, black people, black women and femmes or whatever. Okay. People listen to that yeah. show. And she tells us whatever happens and throws Ayanna under the bus several times, even though she tried to say she wasn't throwing her under the bus but if she you, threw her
1: on one of those double buses like the ones we yeah, have in New York.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah if you say that you hired a black woman you say that's what she kept saying but if you say you hired a person to do a job and they did not do it and you say that several times like the expectation was that this person would do this that and the third in that job you say it a bunch of times that you hired them to do this and they mm-hmm. didn't do it you're basically saying that that person is incompetent You've right? put in her,
1: you're putting her on a blacklist yes. you are now blacklisting this yes. black woman
0: yes Who's going to hire this black person now? But anyway, like I said, so she has the social power to call Charlemagne, right? If Ayanna was, had thrown Lena under the bus, and that's why Lena is now on here making this statement and then also throwing Ayanna under the bus, the social power is not equal enough between those two that
1: makes that fair.
0: It's not you know a what fair I'm saying? fight. It's not a fair fight. At all. And my question is, if, Lena did feel like Ayana had quote unquote thrown her under the bus or whatever. Did she in turn want to Did Lena in turn want to ruin Ayana's career behind this? Mm-hmm. Did she want to like end her or did she want to did, did was Lena's intention to just clear any confusion about Lena's role in the situation? Yeah. Cuz it sounded like Lena wanted to clear up her role in it, but also she sounded like she was ruining Ayana's career. Yeah. Because Lots of people listen to the Breakfast Club, and who now is going to, who's going to hire Ayana now?
1: Yeah, exactly. Who's gonna?
0: Where is she going to be able to work again? How does she recover from this? Yeah. And I was talking to my partner about this, and he was like, "Oh, well, hopefully someone, hopefully now Ayana will go and speak to somebody, and and they will, um, she'll have the opportunity to tell her story." Mm-hmm. But my question is for people who fuck with Lena, which is most of us who have been right. Who in media is going to be the person? Who takes Ayana's call now? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Who's gonna be comfortable with potentially jeopardizing their relationship with Lena Waithe Yeah. To take this phone call yep. from the person who it seems clear that Lena felt like Ayana was throwing her under the bus mm-hmm. in some way. And it brings back because in her interview, Lena mentions me too. She mentions Times Up. She mentions a being a part of that stuff. A right, lot. right. And a, a part of the dynamics of that is the leveraging. Part of the dynamics of that is the leveraging of power is mm-hmm. abusers using their power to um harm and blacklist people if they don't you know fucking succumb to their will or whatever yeah. right using their power to do whatever they want to do to people i'm not trying to compare lena to a fucking sexual abuser or fucking rapist or anything like that but i do feel like understanding the power dynamics within Mm -hmm. the system and knowing that you as a black woman who had what she says repeatedly in this interview she says we know she's black but she reiterates the point that i'm like basically i'm just like y'all i'm a black woman i deal with a lot yada yada Mm yada as someone who had to work so hard to get the level of power that she now has within the industry she knows that it's hard and she knows that it is possible that a black woman will not recover from this
1: I guess she's talking to Charlemagne like, cause these right. things also apply to her. Mm-hmm. So she's, you know, doing damage control yeah. to make sure she still s- secures her spot, which I understand. But you can just cur- you se- you can secure your spot without damaging the career of another Black woman. Like I felt that she could have owned, like, all the things that she did. Like you could have owned that shit, said your responsibilities in the situation, mm-hmm. say what you could have done better, say what you have learned, and then left it at that.
0: Yeah yeah and I feel like I feel like because of um what people perceive to be cancel culture mm-hmm. I think that people sometimes are hesitant to apologize without saying I'm sorry but this is what happened too, though. Exactly. Like, this is what, so, cause, happened, cause to me, what happened. What had happened was this, yeah, you know. So but I'm like, sorry, I own my responsibility you know, in it. I'm on my but, part, you know. But also, you know, look at what was happening cause you know, right here, because it's not really my fault. But I saying. own my responsibility. Gee, feel yeah. me? You feel, you feel me? me? Yeah. Feel me? yeah. Feel me. All right. So it's like people are afraid to really, um, to apologize and say what say what their role is was in it and leave it at that. It's like they want to throw a distraction. Like, here's this. Look, look over there. Yeah. Look over there. Mm-hmm. And I f- I feel like she did that at the expense of another black woman. Yep. Um, and when you listen to it at first, it's like you don't necessarily hear it. Cause she's saying all the right things. She's talking about putting people of color in positions of power. She's talking about being a mentor. She talks about all this, all this type of shit. Speaking out. She talks about believing victims believing yeah. women she says all the things right all the language that we listen for and shit like that yep. but also if you listen harder if you listen if, if closely, you continue to
1: listen because as as the interview it gets worse and it gets worse.
0: worse right and worse right and fucking yeah, worse. Yeah, you hear her continue to say, "I trusted someone, right?" So basically, why would somebody want to now go and hire Rihanna if you can't, if she can't be trusted? If you, and,
1: yeah, if you keep saying, right? Basically, yeah. you're saying this is yeah. a person that I can't trust. Mm-hmm.
0: I should have gone around her. Why would somebody now want to go and hire mm-hmm. this woman who? You should have gone around because she wasn't doing her job the way you yeah, thought. Yeah, and should the, have done and the it. thing
1: is, what she should be saying—not that she trusted her, but that she trusted whatever system yes. is, was in place. It yes. is not you can put people yes. of color, black people, queer people in power, but if the system is fucked up, mm-hmm. which we know systems mm-hmm. are, yeah. um, because they're built by white supremacist patriarchal yeah. capitalism, you trusted that system mm-hmm. because she also trusted that system. Mm-hmm. That's what you should be addressing. We mm-hmm. trusted the system, of which blah, 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 and that shit is fucking faulty. Yep. And that's what we need to look at and examine and, and all of that shit. Mm-hmm. Not the black woman. Like, it's just like when Barack Obama as president, right? Mm-hmm. It's a black person, you trust this person, whatever, whatever, like that. Shit still went down that it was just not great for oh, black yeah. people yeah. because it's the system. It doesn't matter who the person is you put in that place. Mm-hmm. It matters. Well, Trump... It it matters. It matters. But you know what I'm saying? It doesn't absolve everything. The system is still what it is.
0: Right. Uh, An American president is still an American president and and not a black activist.
1: Yes. You are are still folks in Hollywood and you know that that whole system is so fucked up and rapey Mm -hmm. and disgusting. Mm -hmm. Putting a black woman in that place is not going to absolve that. It's not going to solve that. It's not going to make it not exist. It's not going to do any of that shit. Mm -hmm. And the fact that we're having this conversation about... Ayana, and we're not focusing on fucking Jason, who yep. is the person who actually sexually assaulted or made um. What's the woman saying? Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Tiffany Boone. Tiffany Boone made her completely uncomfortable to the fact where this woman doesn't want to fucking go, be on a show anymore. Mm-hmm. That's where the conversation should be, not about what the fuck. Ayana said oh, that's not yeah. why we like that's not what we should be talking about. A black woman has been violated, and now another black woman may not have a job because another black woman wants to save her clout. Like, mm-hmm. and that's not where it should be. All of this is because of a irresponsible ass, nasty, bum ass black motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. that's where it should be at. And it is just strange that the conversation with Charlemagne and Lena was mostly about Ayana. Mm-hmm. And it's like, now, nah, like, why aren't y'all talking about this Jason stuff more? Yeah. Why aren't y'all talking about this Jason shit more? Like, mm-hmm. it was very, and if you look at the interview, like, he does mention Jason. He's like, would you work with him again, blah, 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 blah. But it was more so about, I trust this black woman. I trust this black woman. Mm-hmm. I did all this stuff. I trust this black woman. I trust this black woman. And it's like, no, Jason mm-hmm. is the cause of all of this right. shit. Like, all of it. Literally all of it. And we're focusing on the trust of a black woman? Like mm-hmm. what the fuck does she have to do with with any yeah. of this? Yeah. The fuck?
0: Yeah. So that was really strange. And it was I wanted to make sure we talked about it because I feel like um we need to be aware of when people are using language that makes us feel comfortable, like in an activist space. Word. Um, when they're using it in ways that are not the action of the activism is not really there. The action of community, the action of unity amongst black women, the action of support for black women and building one another up, those actions... Um, maybe they're being deteriorated because of whatever personal thing you think has happened. Mm-hmm. If, if Lena felt like Ayana threw her under the bus, perhaps she felt it was okay then to now throw Ayana under the bus. Yeah, not rec- not recognizing the power dynamics. Exactly. There are things that happen to us because people do bad shit to us all the time because we're black women within this industry. Yeah. There are things that we talk about on mic, and there are things that we don't talk about because I'm not going to kick somebody who, in terms of like who has social capital, I'm not going to kick somebody who I have more social capital than. Mm-hmm. It's just not something that I'm interested in doing. Like, you know what you did, you will cancel yourself out. Mm -hmm. I don't need to say it on my platform. Mm -hmm. And so just like Lena, the feeling that Lena didn't recognize her social capital and like the possibility that she was ruining this person's career was uncomfortable to me. And Mm -hmm. I just want to make sure that we're listening out for those things. Um, and it made me think about like myself and us and like, as we grow, people are going to continue. And yes, we also have like great friends within this industry or whatever. And industry, I guess I mean like media and shit like that, but people are going to continue to do bad shit to us. And I just want to make sure for me that I'm aware of the ways in which I'm leveraging my, whatever my social power or capital is, because, um, people who look like us and who we fuck with are going to harm us you know but ayana
1: didn't harm her like that's the thing like that's no harm happened so that's this that's not the same thing Mm -hmm. she didn't harm her she just was honest about what was going on there was no harm there like Mm -hmm. people there's ways to actually harm people we have been harmed in situations this is not parallel to Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. at all it's Mm -hmm. not the same thing Mm -hmm. it's not like it's, it's dead it's not yeah it's not so that was fucked up.
0: Mm-hmm. I also kind of wanted to think about, as people who we've talked about on this show how before, but I just wanted to reiterate how we don't really fuck with um, that media platform in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, the Breakfast Club, Charlemagne, We will tap in when something like this, like this seemed to be something that like I wanted to be able to talk about and speak to. And I wanted to hear what Lena had to say about this serious issue or whatever. And that's the platform that she chose. But it made me think like is that the only person we could call? You know what I'm saying? To get the signal out to everybody? Is that is is that the only way? Like we know that people within the industry recognize the Breakfast Club and Charlemagne as like a gatekeeper, right? Within the industry. Like yeah. this is where you want to go. This is who you want to talk to. This is who you don't want to make upset um, if you want to promote whatever you're doing yeah. or whoever you are. Um, I just wonder... What the alternative to that would have been?
1: I don't know. I, I often want to know who. Like, I know the numbers that the Breakfast Club has, right? But like, is that the only Black space? Mm-hmm. Is that the only way to reach Black folks? Like, right. I don't, cause it's not. I know it's not. Mm-hmm. But so it's this always strange to me when anyone goes to that show. Mm-hmm um because honestly like when you think about the exchange of the way in which media works is that the reason why that show has so many numbers is also because the guests that go to the show
0: right
1: and i don't know i don't understand if i don't understand why a lot of the guests don't understand the power in that Mm. like you have that's why the show is what it is also because the guests we literally watched that interview only because lena was there and and i wish that Black people, black people in media understood that power too that they have. You are bringing value to the show. You are re- you are making this show a popular show. Mm-hmm. So I always kind of that's why I'm always like, why do black women still go there? Mm-hmm. People are like, well, cause of the numbers, and I'm like, but the numbers are that because we're going there, yeah. and then he does his fuck shit, and then it goes vibe. Like mm-hmm. we're like we're contributing to the success of that in that way. And I know that that's not what our exact conversation is about, but it's like. Mm-hmm. I don't understand Mm -hmm. why black women are still going there. It makes no sense Mm -hmm. to me at all. Like none. That is why that show is, I guess, one of those press stops you have to make because of the guests that go there. Like if people just stop going there, (laughs) Mm -hmm. it wouldn't be that. Mm -hmm. And we can deviate and move to something that is maybe a lot more productive and a lot less abusive to black women. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's very annoying.
0: Yeah. Lizzo was just there recently. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't. He gave her like a backhanded compliment about her size. And he,
1: I'm sure he really believed what he was. Well, Oh yeah, for sure. Not even. I'm sure he believed what he was definitely, saying.
0: Definitely. Do you think that also, well, let me just not pose it as a question. I think that also, um, black women, because we are so used to, a certain type of abuse that black people actually in general that there are certain things that we think is okay like there are black people who have white friends who say weird shit to them all the time and the black person in the in the relationship is just used to like shrinking Mm themselves or politely saying to their friend oh that's not cool because they are making a joke about it or whatever when we like some of us just accept that okay well this is White fragility, and I just navigate it even in my friendships because that's just what you have to do. What am I not supposed to have any white friends? Yeah, mm-hmm. maybe. And I feel like Black women sh- sometimes like shrug off or laugh off a certain type of um, Black masculinity, and we Which accept is, it. Yeah, because like, I used to do norm. that. I used to do that because right.
1: I did used to like be into Charlemagne, but I think the more that I, um. Because I've always loved black, black women, but mm-hmm. the, I think the more that I changed my relationship with black women and how much I wanted to center us and how much I wanted us to be the standard and how, you know, as all those things with age changed for me, it was like, oh, hell fucking no, mm-hmm. like, nah, you know, like, or whatever like that. So I think that may like, not even think, that is exactly what it is, is that where do we whether we ever go for care, whether we mm-hmm. ever get care, whether we ever get treated carefully, mm-hmm. like we don't even get that in our everyday lives for the most part. So it's it's like literally all our life we had to fight, and that's yeah. all we kind of know, and that is the way in which that we think we're supposed to exist. That's just what it is mm-hmm. um so hearing that shit from a black man it ain't no thing because you just probably heard it from your dad and you just probably heard it from whoever your man is if you're mm-hmm. if you're a straight person like, you know like it's, it's just everyday shit it's in your fucking home right so what the fuck is it to sit across from Charlemagne and have that shit happen because mm-hmm. you was raising that shit mm-hmm. you know yeah it's disgusting
0: it's fucking gross and i was listening to a podcast the other day and they had a they had some guests on like randomly um and the guy that they had on it seemed like one of the hosts was just like delighting in his fucking like toxic masculinity Mm -hmm. it was being presented it was like all the light funny quirky stuff about toxic masculinity so i guess you could like laugh it off to an extent Mm because nothing bad was happening in that moment but everything that this person is like their whole energy is the flip side of that is the toxic harmful shit like the things that hurt and oppress black women and Mm femmes and all of that shit um and i just feel like there is this because and this is what makes me think about like privilege and stuff like that, where you like giggle and laugh and think it's oh it's so cute oh they're just a guy or this this is Rod talks about the Rod from the Black Guy Who Tips talks about this a lot like the infantilization kind of of um, of black men yeah. maybe I'm using the wrong word but like just kind of like looking at them in media within in through this like childlike lens like the ways in which um, certain black media personalities are allowed to exist with a certain level of misogyny and misogynoir that we may crucify white men for in a certain way. Mm -hmm. We just feel like, Oh, well they're, they're black man. They don't know any better. They're a fucking brute. They just, you know, are like, you know, this is a
1: result of their oppression. Yeah. Yeah. That's just what that is. Right. You know, you know what that is. Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: Yes. Yes. Like, yeah, do what you want talk. Mm -hmm. They're black. Of course they, you know, hate women and Mm -hmm. are homophobic and shit like that, you know, whatever. Uh, and that's not to say that's not to say in media that black entertainers that black men don't get challenged for their misogyny and homophobia and shit like that. It's mm-hmm. not to say that, but there are times when it's allowed to slide. D.L. Hughley says homophobic,
1: misogynist, wild,
0: wild crazy shit all the time, and he's still in the paint. People still invite him on CNN and other places to talk shit. He's a talking head now. Maybe if he was up to do the oscars or something somebody would push back at that point yeah. perhaps but he's still allowed to like thrive and exist and say the wild and crazy shit because that he they says. say
1: harmful things to other black folks yes that's why because yes. they're only harmful to black folks so why why give why care because mm-hmm. they're only harmful to the blacks exactly. so why care like exactly
0: that's Come it. On. That's it. And then we sit across from them and we interview them and we laugh and giggle mm-hmm. at their toxic masculinity. Mm-hmm. Even when within our same show, we will sit and do a whole speech about how toxic masculinity is killing yeah. us. Mm-hmm. And then we have a guest and we sit and we laugh <laughs> and we giggle. <laughs> you crazy,
1: man? What are you talking
0: So that kind and it's, of, your show. It's, your show. it's your show. It's your show. So that kind of like delighting in this fucking niggerdom. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. this fucking like uh, waste man language and just like waste man fucking <laughs> waste man language and just like whack shit. There's th- th- this privilege that black masculinity has amongst us yeah right mm-hmm. amongst us where i'm just gonna laugh you off i'm just, i'm not gonna call you out on anything yeah, here i'm gonna... respecting your mm-hmm. your black male fragility yeah. i don't want to make you uncomfortable we'll just laugh it off and i'll protect you when you say something when you hurt when you act your toxic masculinity hurts another black woman i'll just say that's my brother and you know i talk to him behind closed doors and, and you know we don't always meanwhile agree, he gets but... a black
1: woman all out in the open yep why does, yep. why does his conversation have yes. to be behind doors? Yes. It's it's like my mother mm-hmm. always used to say. She still says it. You started this shit out here. We're going to finish this shit out here. Mm-hmm. Like, no, you're not going to fucking disrespect me in public. And then I'm going to be like, come on, come over here. Mm-hmm. But that's why I hate that. Like, you should have pulled him to the side. No, bitch. Yes. You did this shit right here out in the open. And I'm going to solve this shit right here out in the open. Like, what the I'm fuck? That. That's what I live by. But like, what? Huh? Mm-hmm. No. mm why we got to be graceful all the time? Why we got to be the bigger person all the time? Fuck that shit. You know, I'm a proponent for being a little person. <laughs> I deserve to be. I'm a black woman. I deserve to not have to do all of that fucking shit. I deserve. You do.
0: So I just wanted to explore that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have time, I do think it's worth listening to because I really do feel like we're not trained necessarily to listen
1: for that shit, to yeah. listen to the abuse mm-hmm. of
0: one another, to listen to the abuse of black women. You know what's so
1: funny? Is well, that, because Jay um, saw the interview before me mm-hmm. and Jay asked me to watch. I'm like, okay, whatever. So we're watching, you are re-watching it. I'm watching it for the first time. Mm-hmm. And at first I'm like, oh, okay, all right. It's not so bad. And it just started getting so much worse. Mm-hmm. And it's like, makes me wonder had they like cut it off early. Like it got worse because they were talking so much. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you know, when you're like, trying to fill space. Yeah, and the longer
0: I, they talked about it, the more the more Lena seemed to throw Ayana under the bus. Yeah, like,
1: more of, to me, the more of, like, it started to be less damage control as far as, like, you know how, like, a publicist would tell right. you what to say and it started right. to be more, like, for real mm-hmm. what she was thinking. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, so, like, I'm listening to it and I'm, like, it sounds like she's mansplaining or it sounds like mm-hmm. she's, this is some fuckboy shit. Like, what the fuck is happening? And then, like, there was instances where she would, it was, like, she was separating herself from women, so it was like mm-hmm. them. No no no. She said that she's told Jason when she spoke to Jason, she said, I told him to treat people like you would treat me. And I'm like, Lena, if we think about patriarchy and how that works, you mm-hmm. are not someone whom I would think Jason would think was sexually desirable. Right. You know, like mm-hmm. you're a mask presenting woman. Mm-hmm. That's not a sentence that makes sense. Right. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Mm-hmm. Like I thought she was going to annoy me and say, treat them like you'll treat your mama because we know that don't mean shit. Right, right, but then when right. she said that too, I'm like, wait, this is dumb too. Mm-hmm, this mm-hmm. makes no sense. And yeah. I'm not saying that mass, mass women do Receive so like we we see what happens with masculine. young Ma. Mm-hmm. Yes, we see that. So that's not my that's not what we're saying here. Right. What Mas- we presenting masculine here, masculine
0: presenting women are still harassed and are still victims of sexual harassment and sexual assault at the hands of cis straight men. Yes, mm-hmm. and it's
1: like for you to present it in that way. One, we have to you're like you're taking away the fact that like um this is like a s- sexual harassment thing. Mm-hmm. So it's it's there's something else happening here. One mm-hmm. and two, you're telling him to. You're telling him to like, not just to respect women and not be a dickhead. You're, you're like, you have to like, in proximity to you, like, treat it like you would treat me. Mm-hmm. It's like, no, that's not how you fix that shit. Mm-hmm. To frame it in that way, as if treat it like you would treat me. It's mm-hmm. like, no, this is wrong. Mm-hmm. You have fucking work. This is not what the fuck you do. Yeah. You cannot have a job. Like, this mm-hmm. was just, like, weird. Like she, like, she was still... The way in which you describe how people treat black men in media mm-hmm. was doing that to Jason. Right. And this person is the fucking vile piece of shit right. that needs to be taken care of in that way. Mm-hmm. You're handling this person with so much care, and now this shit hits the fan, and, like, you're not handling Ayana with that care. Mm-hmm. That shit is, like, no. Mm-hmm. No, that's mm-hmm. not how we fix this. That's not how we figure it out. And I get that, like, this is all a process for everyone. This is You know, like, whatever... It took me a long time to get to this space myself, so I understand that. But, like, the way this is all playing out is just wild crazy. Like, still too much care for this man Mm -hmm. who is the perpetrator. Yeah. Way too much. Yeah. And not not
0: understanding the dynamics of he looks at her and Charlemagne said this like that he he probably sees you you're as the, the homie. homie. Which is something that black men something that men period notorious do notoriously do with masculine masculine presenting lesbian women. Yeah. Um, is that oh, you're the homie. We like the same things. You're just like me or whatever. So I can now put you in this other category of someone who I should give respect to, right? Because the farther you are away from "Quote unquote, what's perceived to be, to be womanhood yeah, or femininity exactly. or whatever. Now I can fuck with you. You yeah. have to be which when you get
1: to the point where I don't where I don't desire you, desire you sexually. Now I can treat you like a person. Yes, now I can, see which is humanity. a problem. So you have to be a right. sister or a mom or a, bro, or a homie or bro, right? In order for me to not treat you like not a human. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not how that goes. Mm-hmm. That's not how it should be. And so for her to say that." To him is it, is also is that is yeah. that the same thing? Yeah, uh, mm-hmm. it's just gross.
0: I am glad that Lena spoke out. I am glad that she said something. I'm glad that, that it was recognized that she can't not say something. Right. I just really hope that we all kind of maybe learn a lesson from this in the ways in which we talk about one another yeah. and to one another and all of that. Because I don't, you know, I don't think she's a bad person. Mm-hmm. I just feel like this was mishandled this was like poorly handled
1: yeah i I like that you said we don't think she's a bad person because we don't there's always we're not perfect Mm -hmm. you know and it's okay to critique people that you even like yeah like and so that's what we're doing here because i know for some reason we'll say something and people will hear something else oh they don't like layla right that's not what we're saying here right we can critique people that we fucks with too jay critiques me i critique her Mm -hmm. like this is how you grow Mm -hmm. okay Mm -hmm. just want to make sure i said that yeah before we get a stupid email. No stupid emails.
0: <laughs> do not send us your stupid emails. You can send us emails, just don't send us don't your send stupid, the stupid emails. Ones. Michelle, please. Okay. You can also critique us and disagree. Just they just don't be stupid about it though. Don't be stupid.
1: Don't send me no itemized list, Eva. I don't like that. Oh. One. Oh. Two. No.
0: Don't. Speaking of an itemized list, we got we got your email. I read it. I appreciated it. I did. I don't. I don't be sending
1: me no itemized <laughs> list. We know how our parents do. One. <laughs> First of all. Second of all, no, yeah. don't do that. That's mm-hmm. how I receive it. Okay. Don't do that right. no more. Okay, I, I didn't
0: take it that way. I
1: did. But, okay. One. Okay. You wrote paragraphs before. but they don't apply here That's now?
0: funny. Well, because probably they wanted to make sure they didn't forget anything. I personally like a list because of the way I consume information. So, I'd be like, okay, cool. This is done. This is done. This is done. Mm-hmm. Queen is shaking her head.
1: Mm-mm, Mm-mm. I don't like that. Mm-mm. Grew up in a home. If you got an itemized list, you was about to get your ass beat. Oh, my God. So, I'm okay with that. Okay. We don't want to bring you back. And that's that on it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Uh, I think we did a show. Yeah, we definitely did a show.
0: Um, Be sure to, uh, what are we going to say? Follow us wherever.
1: Juneteenth. team make sure you come to june yes team. we
0: want to see you please rsvp Turn up us. those
1: RCPs are going so um yeah get to it yes ain't nothing to it but yeah. to do it okay Just had it. i felt it in my heart
0: okay and yeah and come to inner uprisings live show it's friday yep yep be come there to, or be square we want to see yep. you
1: come Care carefree black girl cookout june mm-hmm. 15th be sure to follow us on all the social medias. We are on Instagram and Twitter at T with QJ. We are also on Tumblr and Facebook to search for T with Queen and J. Send us T mail at T with Queen and J at gmail.com. You can also send us donations by visiting our website, T with Queen and J dot Calm.
0: Be sure whatever wherever you're listening to this podcast right now, be sure to like, subscribe, rate, do all that stuff. It's very important that you do that. It mm-hmm. helps the podcast grow. It helps us to reach other listeners, and it does some shit with the algorithm. That's well, just what? important.
1: What? And it's free. And it's free, yo. It's
0: like free. I said, every time I listen to a podcast, <laughs> if I like that shit, if I'm listening on iTunes, I go ahead and hit the five stars. Hit the stars. Hit the stars. Hit the stars. The stars. Stars. Jazz hands. And, hashtag black lives matter say her name listen to black women
1: stop killing trans women
0: maybe he doesn't hit you disability too white why i stay oscars so white
1: you okay sis
0: black panther so lit
1: rocking you rocking you rocking you <laughs> <laughs> hashtag t with qj pod mm-hmm. in pods in color in a whole uprising queer walk queer walk pod mm-hmm. bag ladies marsh's plate sexually liberated woman Mix Vixen. Ew. Ew.
0: you going to do another hashtag for the podcast or you're going to keep it one one hashtag?
1: One. Okay, cool. i time for confusing people. People slow. So
0: slow. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Not y'all though.
1: <laughs> that was ableist. People are not slow. Oh, true. true that was ableist. That was wrong. That yes, was wrong. This was.
0: podcast was created, hosted, and produced by a black girl named Janicia and a black girl named Naima.
1: T with Queen and Jay. We turn up responsibly. do I understand
0: that, but you called me a well, well, fucking I nigger. I here. My
1: mother died. I understand that, but you called me a I'm fucking sorry. nigger. No, I'm sorry. You weren't sorry when you said it on the phone. I was. Listen, there was no, people screaming No, but at home. the end of the day, a, and the climate book. that we live in today's society, I, said I, was sorry. I understand that, it, but it's, it's above me now. I need a room tonight. Well, there's the best restaurant next door. No, please, let me hear, my daughter's here. I'm sorry, but I mean, I was on the phone when you said it. I said, I'm sorry, please, I've been in a, I've had a horrible day And I today. had a horrible time when hearing that. He won't let me in. It's, it's above me, she called me a fucking nigger. Sir, my grandma just I died. understand that, but it's above me. Let me, please let me. It's above me, sorry. The best restaurant is next door.